Hey, what's up, everybody? Thank you for downloading this episode of We Got This with Mark and Hal. It's Hal here. This show was recorded live in Philadelphia as part of the Philly Podcast Fest. We were so excited to be there. We were so excited to have a crowd there to experience the show, and we hope you enjoy it. If you do and you haven't done this yet, please go to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star rating and a review. Those reviews are important. The more of them we get, the closer we get to actually having We Got This official merchandise available all the time in addition to that really cool poster that you can find in the Max Fun store. But for now, please enjoy this episode of We Got This with Mark and Hal. Hello, I'm Hal Lublin. And I'm Mark Gagliardi. Since the dawn of humanity, one issue has gone unsettled. With the fate of the world in the balance, we're here to settle once and for all. Best 80s cartoon. That's right. Don't worry, everyone. We got this. Podcasts should have a theme song. Podcasts should not have a theme song. Yes, they should. No, they shouldn't. They sound good. Yeah, but people are just going to skip past it. Hmm. You know what? You're right. We got this. Wow. Wow. What is up, Philadelphia? Wow. Wow. Unbelievable. You guys, it's... This is, we're playing in, uh, what's the stadium called where the Eagles play? Guess. Veterans Stadium. Sure. Partially correct. Did I get that right? No. Nope. Yeah, I heard you Not say Veterans Stadium. Uh, our, our massive audience of 100,000 is messing with us. Beaver there Stadium Beaver in Pennsylvania. Stadium. You know sure. what I have to say about that? Damn. All right. Sorry, that was terrible. We're going to start with a terrible, terrible joke. <laughs> Hi, Hal. Hello, Mark. We're in your hometown. Welcome home. Thank me. you. Welcome home, and you. And you. Welcome to my home. We were at, we're staying at Hal's dad's house. True. Yeah. Uh, which has the ultimate party basement. Yeah. Yeah. Where we're, we recorded one of our very early episodes. Yes, we did. Down there. With, was Bill a guest on that episode? No. No, it was just you, you and me. You, I don't think you've ever done an episode with him face to face. No, we He's had him on stage once with us. Will you squash that beef? He's in China right now. He couldn't get any further away from you. He really is trying. The city. Yeah. And I'm here to squash beef. Yeah. And he's not here for beef squash. Too bad. You just yeah. got that beef squashed down into a sandwich and covered with cheese. If, yeah, if I was in LA, yeah, I would be closer to him in China. So, so um, let's, let's squash some internet beef right now. All right. Uh, and the internet beef we are here to squash for this episode. Did, did you get a heads up about what the episode is about? No. All right. This episode, we are covering what is the best all time, not all time, one very specific period of time, 1980s cartoon. Yeah. So our topic today was uh, brought to us by Adam Tomasic. Adam Tomasic. 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 We were I'm going to say I got it right. This. In one shot. I'm going to say... Jury's out. Single shot, correct. One Adam, shot, Lublin. Get your name changed at That's the right. pr- pronunciation bureau. Is there a pronunciation bureau? There should be. Sure. Isn't that that movie where they all wore hats and like went through magic doors to different <laughs> yes, places? Yes, the Matt pronunciation Damon? bureau. Do you remember that movie? I saw that. No, movie. they went through Dwaz. I but saw. Now that's how you have to say it now. Of course, I'm 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 joking about the hit movie Adjustment Bureau, which I saw in the theater and still don't know what it's about. <laughs> I just thought like. Are it's those... the burn notice of movies. Yeah. Are we all done dressing in that one Mad Men suit? Because I feel like <laughs> that was the film that would have killed it. Yeah. Well, hats the Mad and, Men hats, suit. Hats and suits. 
And they are, they went through a lot of doors, and that's all I can tell you about it. So you saw Monsters, Inc.? Yes. <laughs> okay. And their screams gave, made energy, but then we found out that laughs created even more energy. Oh, you guys. That's what Monsters, Inc. was about. Yeah. The laughter was inside us all along. Oh, I like that. It's not about the dangers of incorporating? No. And, uh, <laughs> and the monstrosity that is uh, the American business landscape? That's The Incredibles. That's Monsters LLC, sure. <laughs> All right, yeah. so we are going to divide this up. Uh, we have uh, one, two, three, four oh, yeah. different categories. I created categories. Yes. Hal did the research on this one. Uh, mad shout-outs to Kate McManus, our usual researcher. But Hal was apparently like, no, you guys... I got this whole 80s cartoon thing. It's all I did and still do. More, well, it was also more like, hey, it's Tuesday. We should figure out what the topics are going to be for this for weekend. Our show I'm this not going to bother Kate, who has a job and an yeah. adult life, <laughs> by derailing her going, can you give us a list of what cartoons are? She's like, sure, dum-dums. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We are, yeah. we are Kate McManus's favorite dum-dums. So, so, uh, I've divided these up into four different categories. Here are the categories. We have, uh, to sell toys only. That's one category. Well, also to entertain. All right. Sure. <laughs> sure, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> to enter- entertain the money out of your wallet at Toys R Us when it still existed. Oh, shout out to Toys R Us. And Kitty City. Wait, what is Kitty Finals City? Kitty City turns your frown upside down. Is this a Philadelphia thing? This is no. Well, Lionel's uh, Kitty City. For those of you who don't know, mm-hmm. I maybe which is Eastern nearly all thing, of us. Uh, was a was a toy chain, maybe a little bit less bougie than your Toys R Us, with a magical kangaroo. Hang on a second. As its mascot, Toys R Us is bougie now. It was what kind of the day? What kind of toy Ross dress for less were you going to? <laughs> here, <laughs> that Toys R Us is the bougie option. Well, here are the levels. One is like the drugstore, uh-huh. where like all the toys are plastic soldiers. Yeah, and they were cap guns, transmorphers. Yeah, transmorphers. It was all the mockbusters. There's yeah. th- there's that. Then Lionel's Kitty City. Uh huh. Then Toys R Us, and then and KB the- Toys, which Wait, was K- only in malls, and like felt like, oh, you pay uh, two dollars for that GI Joe. Here you pay five. It We're was the keeping. restoration hardware of toy stores. It was like if the Nutcracker Ballet opened a toy store <laughs> and they do not want you in there. It's so small. Yeah. It's like the opposite. So uh, Main Street at Disneyland uh, and Disney World is built. So when you enter, it looks large and a vast. Turn. And when you leave, it looks smaller mm-hmm. or no smaller to get in. So it looks the like buildings on the, the buildings on the entrance side of Main Street are larger than the yes. buildings at the end of Main Street. So Main Street looks longer and the castle looks better. right longer going in. So you're excited to go. And right. then when you leave, it looks like it's further away. So you're like, maybe that's too far. I don't want to stay. KB was like, don't even come in here. <laughs> I swear there were at least three aisles in every KB that were sure. just caged off. Just a wall of in. green army men that you had to get through to get into the store. Yeah. Yeah. All you could get was Duplo. At any age, Duplo. Just a, a, a Duplo. whole Duplo store. I like Lego bunnies that are way too big as much as the next guy, but sure. that's not what I was there for. And sure, I yeah. I not get it. And I feel like Duplo the... was just the, hey, you know what a bunny looks like? The curved half of a block. <laughs> You're like, all right, that's a face. <laughs> sure, Duplo. You drew eyes on it. <laughs> that's the magic of Lego. Duplo is a Lego company, right? Yeah, it's yeah. it's baby Legos, right? Baby Legos, isn't that what it is? Uh huh. All right. Uh, so we our categories are that's to one. sell toys, uh, nutty animals, nutty animals, uh, other, 
You really should have made that one last. We'll sort of, we'll sort of go into that one. That's this a, is the first time that other has been in the middle yeah. of a list. We can <laughs> like when you're, when you go to the DMV and it's like race or ethnicity, Caucasian, other, African American, Asian. You're like, why'd they put other there? You know what? It's 2018. It's time to move beyond the binary yeah. and normalize a lot of this stuff. Yeah. That's why a I lot of her friends are other because I'm progressive. Some That's of my right. best friends. Why don't we progress with this list? And then the fourth is based on existing material. Now there are going to be some cartoons that that are in one category that maybe mm-hmm. could fit into another, and I assigned it based on what I think its primary purpose was. Right. So there's some things based on other on other uh, material. That could also have been used to sell toys and work because there were sure. toy tie-ins, but. So there are shows with nutty animals on them, yeah. but they're really to sell toys. It was, and yeah, and some of them are more capitalizing yeah. on, on an existing property. Like you love Star Wars, you'll love these two cartoons. Spoiler alert, nobody did. And, uh, you know, they, they were, they were less about selling the toys, even though there were toys involved. All right. So what do you want to do? Do you want to do our usual and pick one from each of these categories and bring them into the finals? I think that's fair. All right. Do you want to start with one of the two shortest? Sure. Let's start with other. Okay. <laughs> yeah. We're going to start with, we're leading off with other on this. This is what I put in other. I get that some of these are based on things that existed before, but too bad. There's some good ones uh, in there. Inspector Gadget. Is in the, is in the other category. Mm-hmm. The Snorks. The Smurfs. Camp Candy. Anybody remember that one? John Oh, Candy's. everybody got real quiet on John Camp Candy. Candy. John Candy, you guys. Everybody was like, what do I do? Yeah. How do I take John Candy and, and really capitalize on him? Because, you know, kids love John Candy. Sure. We'll make him. We'll make him the head of a summer camp, and we'll put it at the top of our must-see Saturday mornings. I feel like any little kid that gets told, you're going to Camp Candy, and they're like, yes! And they get to camp the first day, and they're greeted by the third lead from Splash. And they're like, what is this garbage? Camp, oh man... Camp John Candy. Well, the two things that kids loved the most John uh, Candy. were cartoons and the movie Armed and Dangerous. <laughs> so they finally figured out a yeah. way to combine them. So that's Camp Candy. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've also got Galaxy High, which is about two. Uh, there was a nerdy girl mm-hmm. and a jock boy. Neither of whom is going to win. They went to high school in space. <laughs> high school in space, Mark. Sure. You don't think it's got a legit shot? No, Space it doesn't school? have a legit shot. You mentioned Inspector Gadget and the Smurfs in this list Fair alone. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, and Kid Video. Kid Video. Kid Video, by the way, kid spelled with two Ds. Yeah. That's like a, the pirate. And it's part of a, of a trend, which Galaxy High sort of is as well. Uh, but Kid Video is the, is real life kids who get zapped into a cartoon and then spend all their time either trying to escape from that world or a bunch of side quests. It really becomes side quests. Right. So this Same was a people. green screen show. No, no, no. It was the in kids the beginning, become cartoons. They become cartoons. Okay. Yes. Because this is animated. Like the Nintendo one. Like the Nintendo one, one which yeah. we will get to. Spoiler. Hold on. Hold on. We'll there is get some there. that well Yes. This is this is coming later. There is more Nintendo coming up. There's plenty of Nintendo in here. <laughs> Yeah. So really, this is a this is a three horse race. This is a three horse race between Inspector Gadget, the Smurfs, and this is a two horse race. The Snorks are not going to beat the Smurfs. <laughs> the Snorks always felt to me like buying Malto meal cereal. 
Like the snorks were, sure, you can get Cheerios if you want the Smurfs. Right. Or you can get toasted O's, and that's the snorks. <laughs> Don't, can, I, can we just talk about the one snork who had hair? Just like a <laughs> ring of hair? Just because it... I just want to talk about him because I feel like he had a hard life. Sure. And he doesn't get any respect under the sea. No. Maybe he gets a little bit here. Just like, you know, what kind of... Sort of looks like... Art Garfunkel's dad was a snork. <laughs> Wait, did Ar- Art Garfunkel's dad have a snorkel coming out the top of his head? According to this cartoon, and I accepted his canon. All right. So, um, yeah, the so Smurfs, this is the Smurfs or Inspector Gadget. It's the Smurfs or Inspector Gadget. Where, how do you, where do you lean? What is your gut reaction? My, my gut reaction is that I feel like the Smurfs are culturally and globally more important and like they were, where they're from Scandinavia, right? Is that where they started? France. They thank yeah. you. They started in France. Yeah. Um. And they're a, they're an international phenomenon. Yes. But I always, for me, I it was Inspector Gadget was so much fun growing up. Here's the thing about Inspector Gadget. Go Inspector on. Inspector Gadget is get smart. Yeah. But if if uh Maxwell Smart had a bunch of gadgets that came out of him. Yeah. It's the same actor. Even is, it was Don Adams. It's yeah. It was Don Adams. Yeah. It's awesome. He's not the hero of the story. Penny is the hero of that story. Right. Penny just does fixes everything. And her, that and her dog brain. Up. It's the smart. I've not. There's a remake. I've not seen it. Uh, but I would put like the order of importance is Inspector Gadget, then Penny, then Brain, right. because I value dogs above people. Sure. <laughs> I don't think people realize now how big the Smurfs were. Yeah. Not only was there a cartoon, but. I had all of the little rubber figures. Mm-hmm. That was like the, it was like the, you would like collect the Smurfs. We had, uh, we and had growing up, um, we had the Smurfs. Gina, my sister's in the audience. Hi, Gina. We had the Smurfs like the little figures. Did we have glasses? What was the other Smurfs thing that we had? It was like, I think it was glasses. Yeah, we had cartoon yeah, glasses. Cartoon glasses. Um, but yeah, but the Smurfs were like merch that was just everywhere. I feel like I know more about Smurfs merch. Then I know about the Smurfs cartoon. What do you need to know? What can I tell you? Because I am an encyclopedia of all things Smurfs. Really? We'll find out. That's a very good question from the audience. How did they reproduce? There Magic. Was... Sure. Magic. How you, did... got them, you got them wet like well, uh, Mogwai. Smurfette was made to be a spy, but then she was turned good by the power of the Smurfs. She had black hair. The blonde was a wig. Um, but then she did a dye job, I guess, because she became a good girl. Papa Smurf turned Papa it blonde. Papa Smurf turned it blonde. Thank you. It is great having yes. a librarian in the audience. It's so good. By the way. <laughs> um, yeah, the, so the, the, I, I, what I remember most about the Smurfs is there was Smurfette, and then there was a sea of boy Smurfs whose names were just an adjective. Brainy, brawny. Yeah. Papa. Hefty. Hefty, sure. Vanity. Van- Clock. Yeah. It was just ever. it was just take a, take a deadly sin. And then add Smurf to the end of it. You remember when Morgan Freeman was hunting down That's all right. those Smurfs? All I have left to get is pride, Smurf. What's in the Smurf? Yeah. What's in the Smurf? Uh, you know, the Smur- are the Smurfs like a, a communist society? Yeah, they're where a collective. everybody has a role and you fill your role and that's yeah. it? Yeah. And you have your Smurf, you get your Smurf, you get your dispensation of Smurf berries. Everybody's is the same. Except mm-hmm. Papa Smurf. He's definitely he gets got a little like more. a... A vault yeah. where he keeps it from everybody. He wears red. Yeah. Brainy, Brainy Smurf is not allowed to work out. Brawny Smurf is not allowed to read. I just got... Now I'm scared. Yeah. Now the Smurfs are scaring me. But I'll tell you what. 
I'll tell you one thing that the Smurfs have uh, that might edge them out over Inspector Gadget. Azrael? Is, uh, well, a- yeah, Azrael and Gargamel. Yeah. Um, because the villain on Inspector Gadget was Claw. Yes. You, and, and who and also it, it was had, a cool villain. You yep. never saw his face. You saw his hands. But Gargamel, as villains go, Gargamel is one of those all-time great cartoon villains. He's very enjoyable. He's yeah. never successful. No. And watching, as a little kid, watching a cartoon villain get his comeuppance in hilarious ways, you want to see a villain, when he gets his comeuppance, react, the at least I do, react the way Gargamel does to getting comeuppance every time, and I will be thoroughly satisfied at that villain <laughs> not getting his way. And he only has one tooth. Yeah. And I feel kind of bad for him, because I don't think he was born with one tooth. I think How many do you think he was of, born with? A lot. Like a, like a, a full guy smiley mouth of teeth. I think when he was a, he was a, I think he was a beautiful child with a full set of white pearly teeth. And then he, because he ate, oh, pearly, I white, said burly teeth. Yeah, big burly teeth. Big burly teeth. They had that ring of hair. The kind of teeth you ask to help you move. Yeah. (laughs) I think he was a beautiful child who ate too many Smurf berries and the sugar rotted out all of his teeth except for one. Okay. And he lost all of his hair. Yeah. And that's why I'd be mad at the Smurfs too. Um, it feels like I want it to be Inspector Gadget, but it feels like it's gotta be. The Smurfs that come out of this—that's that's epic. All yeah. Time. Did Inspector Gadget have an Atari Twenty Six Hundred game that was just his theme song? All right, coming out of the other category, the Smurfs. It is. That's right. There all right, we, we have our first finalist. How do you feel about it? Ninety thousand people. Yeah! All right. It's a very Smurfy. It's a very Smurfy. Hold on a second. That was a good point you just made. That using Smurf as every word thing gets old. Oh, I. Th- it gets very yes. It 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 was in the movie. Neil Patrick Harris leaned into that. I thought you were gonna say you loved it. I was I'm, surprised there. I mean, I do love most dumb bits. Um. All right. So we have ours from the other category. Let's move on to nutty animals. Okay. Uh, the choices in here are shirt tails. That's number one. The very first on one. The list. Alvin and the Chipmunks. Alvin and, poor Alvin and the Chipmunks just got booed by the audience. By 90,000 people By 90,000 people just Did booed Alvin and... Wow. Brutal. Uh, Foofer. Yeah, nobody knows what Foofer is. Foofer. People uh, know Foofer. Yeah, it's not going to be Foofer. Big blue hound. I think, I think that show was on for six months. Okay, are we... Not it wasn't Say, uh, say everything before, that you want to say about before Foofer. Before Blue's Clues, everybody, there was Foofer. There you go. See? People know. Of course, the librarian knows who Foofer is. Right. The, Has, all uh, librarians must know Foofer. Let me ask you guys this. Uh, we have a lot of shows on this list. Is that enough about Foofer? Are we Fine. Done? Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. I just didn't real. I didn't remember Foofer until I saw the picture that it was like, I remembered a murder that happened that I saw when I was a kid. <laughs> And everything tied together. I was like, oh, yeah, foofer. <laughs> you tied it all together, Kaiser Soze style, on the, uh, yeah. on the board. It, you dropped the Kobayashi cup. <laughs> yeah. And it spelled out, foofer will not win. <laughs> all right. We also have Count Duckula. Uh, Count, D- oh, everybody just now remembered Count Duckula, too. I, I read this and I was like, oh, yeah, Count Duckula. Yeah. Uh, of course, the gummy bears. Uh, for, remind me, where do they bounce? Here and there. 
And everywhere. Great. Yeah. Thank you. Um, uh, oh, gummy bears versus gargoyles. We had that fight. We did that one. Um, That's settled. And the wuzzles. Remember the, the wuzzles? The wuzzles. Gina, you had, you had Bumble Lion, right? There was Bumble Lion and Rhinoki, who was a Bumble Lion, half bumblebee, half lion. Yeah. Rhinoki, uh, half rhinoceros, half monkey. All I got to say is, Whatever weird Studio 54 Noah's Ark these animals were all on do you mean, to create this. Do you this. mean Area 51? Area, what did I say? Because you said Studio 54. No, no, no. Studio, yeah. Studio 54. Oh, you mean like somebody did a ton of coke. Like there was a bunch of weird idea. sex parties with animals and it invented all these I weird see. animals. I know what I said. I said Studio 54. <laughs> Is it one of them uh, half yeah. Truman Capote and half Bianca Jagger? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you you remember the Liza offent? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Um. All right. So, uh, what's going on the short list of nutty animals? I'll tell you right now. I feel like uh, it's got to be gummy bears and Alvin and the Chipmunks. I want to throw in the, for shirt tails. Yeah. And I'll tell you why. Okay. First of all, their shirts uh, carried messages. So they were a bunch of hipsters. Yeah, they lived. They were a bunch of animals who lived in a park. But like, okay. they live in a like, park and wore ironic t-shirts like, with slogans on them. Not like Jellystone Park, like a square city block park. Yeah. Like, there are three trees in this park. Yeah, I live in also, New York. You're describing Tompkins yeah. Square. Also, like, yeah, they're in Tompkins Square Park. There's an, there's a, a chimpanzee there who sounds like Humphrey Bogart because <laughs> there is nothing that kids in the 80s related to more yeah. than Humphrey Bogart. Yeah. <laughs> like it's that like, is, it's like they were like, well, we got this Humphrey Bogart character and somebody went, for God's sake, can we at least make him an animal? Yeah. Or you've written in the script that Humphrey Bogart is a character. If you're wondering how many uh, of the cartoons were written by old white men, the yeah. answer is all of Whichever them. Whichever one wrote the Humphrey Bogart Yeah, exactly. Cartoon. My kid loves African Queen. <laughs> how do we make Key Largo into a cartoon? <laughs> well, Edward G. Robinson's dead. Can we make him a gibbon? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> so dumb. Shirt tails sounds very ironically cool. It's not going to be sure. No. Uh, what do we think? Alvin and the Chipmunks versus Gummy Bears. Does that seem fair? Uh, the the, yeah, the ninety thousand say fair. Gummy Bears, but we have to we have to give this we have to give this uh, this due diligence. I don't hate Alvin and the Chipmunks. They got a visceral reaction, but I wonder if that's yeah. too. Alvin and the Chipmunks, the Squeakwool, um, like that kind of what's happened to them lately. Because back in the day, they were just sort of antic chipmunks doing antics, right? When did you when did you turn on puns? When did I turn on puns? I feel like you used to love puns. I love puns, but I feel like some puns don't work. Like. The Squeakwool and A Tale yeah. of Two Kitties are not my favorite puns. Yeah, they're bad. And they also happen to be the post-colon names of, by the way, post-colon, world's worst cereal. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry. The post-colon names of cartoon movies. Um, <laughs> it's, come on, it's... Uh, Alvin and the Chipmunks, though, they go back to the 60s, don't they? They do. But the cartoon goes to the... I, I love their Christmas single. Right. I don't look. I don't care. I don't, I don't care. I don't care. You can boo all you... All 90,000 of you can boo all you want. 
But I I love that song because it, it makes me think. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm Jewish and I love that song, so it is passing many tests. Uh, but I, I'll tell you, watching the animated series, I can, I cannot remember a thing about it except that that was not a human who should have adopted three chipmunks as his sons. No, because he hated them. Yeah, Dave. He could not set. He wanted a level of order that chipmunks just naturally yeah. cannot provide. If you want, if you want to have chipmunks in your home, you probably shouldn't be as fastidious and OCD as him. Yeah, like did they not when they had that that meeting with the social worker? Was the social worker like, you realize these are chipmunks? And Dave's like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. As long as they don't let anything out of place in my home, we'll be okay. It's like, okay. Name Dave. Last name. Oh, I don't have a last name. It's Seville. Oh, Seville. That's right. Yes. That's right. I forgot his last name. <laughs> he doesn't have a, a last name. Daddy Dearest. Da- oh, no wire hangers ever, Alvin. Yeah. You know he beat the crap out of Alvin yeah. multiple times. Yeah. It did not work. That's why they called him Daddy Dearest. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I think for the idea that there's implied chipmunk abuse on that show, I mean, I'm com- I liked Gummy Bears a lot more, and I cannot remember I was gonna much ask, about it other than- Do you the- know the song? Yes. But do you know anything else about yes. the show? They would drink the juice and bounce all over the place and solve your problems all for you. All of that is in the song. Well, it was a good song. It really set up the promise of the show well. And I know that they handled the secrets of gummy berry juice because yeah. there's a part of the song where they go, the secrets of gummy berry juice. It was like, just, we were just asked if we remember the names. I remember none of them. Bumble Lion. Bumble Lion. Rhinoki. Papa Smurf. Lysophant. Brain. <laughs> Did you say what? Brain. Brain. David Seville. Yeah, David David Seville. I remember all of and them. And Optimus Prime. I'll still pick gummy bears though. All right, I'll take gummy group, bears. I would take I would take gummy bears. And it's still yeah, Disney is uh Disney knows how to do a cartoon and yeah. we all do still remember the song. So So, so far we have uh, gummy bears and the yeah. Smurfs. Some gummy bears and the Smurf. Do you all really if we can get away from adorable little creatures who cause antics i'll be very happy all right do you want i'll give you a choice mark okay would you rather move on to cartoons created to sell toys and sell toys alone or based on existing material i'm gonna go with based on existing material because i think the one to beat i think the boss the boss level is gonna be sell toys okay all right here here we go based on existing material muppet babies beetlejuice Strawberry Shortcake, I know they were specials. It wasn't an animated series. I know right. there's a series now. That series is irrelevant to this discussion. Punky Brewster. They had a cartoon of Punky Brewster? Yes. Gilligan's Planet. It's not going to win. We just wanted to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Real Ghostbusters. Which is a hilariously uh, diva name. Yes. For a cartoon. Well, like, I know there, there's movies. There was No, no. There was another series called Ghostbusters. With a giant ape, and they had to—they had to—they uh, had to buy the rights during the filming, during the making of the film, because they okay. were. This is when they were filming the uh, right outside, uh, right before they go into the apartment building at right. the very end. And I think Ivan Reitman was on the phone with with uh, the studio, and he held the phone up to the crowd chanting "Ghostbusters." He was like, "You better buy the name because we're about to film this scene." Wow! And they went and and got the rights. That's a crazy so story. The cartoon. The cartoon, part of that agreement was the cartoon should be called the real Ghostbusters. Which I'd like to point out, I know we're still going down the list, but I think yes. it's awesome that, uh, Kate McKinnon's character in the new Ghostbusters movie is based on 
the, the look of her is based on Egon from the cartoon, the real Ghostbusters. Yes. I thought that is the coolest 80s cartoon, like, shout out homage for a look. I don't know if that was Kate or if that was the producers that did it, but it was awesome. Yes. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> Star Wars Ewoks. Star, Star Wars Ewoks. <laughs> uh, Star Wars. They are like Ewoks. <laughs> Star Wars droids. Alf the Animated Tales. Dennis the Menace. Indifferent. Defenders of the Earth. Thank you. Defend- Defenders of the Earth. I love this. This is Flash Gordon and the Phantom and a few other Many others. mid-level superheroes yeah, there's a magician. fighting the Merciless. It feels like, uh, well, there's a uh, there's an Avengers in the comic books. There's a Justice League. Uh, who's left? Great. We'll make Defenders of the Earth. We have all these characters. Yeah. What? Who's our it's super like, friends? It's like it's yeah. like when when uh, when Disneyland will do a character breakfast. And they'll be like, you can meet real Disney characters. And then you get there for your character breakfast and you're like, what is going on here? It's those two rats from, uh, from Pinocchio and the bad guy from Basil of Baker Street. Like, <laughs> what is this breakfast that I'm having right now? So you say it's a front runner. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Heathcliff and the Cadillac Cats. Sure. This one I threw on here, but I actually, I'm going to eliminate it immediately, which is Garfield and Friends, because that's more of a 90s cartoon. Yeah. It did start in 88, but it ended in 94. Sure. So that's five years of the 90s. This is that, the was, 90s. That, that got famous in the 90s. Pole position. Okay. Spider-Man and his amazing friends. The Incredible Hulk, the other half of that syndicated uh, animation block. Star mm. Blazers. Yeah. What is, is that, I'm assuming that's a bunch of it's people based on a Japanese in show. yachting jackets. Yes. Yeah. It's just people in khakis spangled, with navy blue jackets, jackets on. Yeah. Hello, we're the Star Blazers. <laughs> uh, by the way, that's way better than their late night sitting by the fire show, Stardigans. <laughs> Nothing. Come that's on. our show. That's our show. Uh, Thank you. I yeah. appreciate it. The Super Mario Brothers Super Show. Yeah. And Teen Wolf. Look. I'm going to I'm going to go out on a limb right now and say I can eliminate all but two of these. Um, I know Muppet Babies is one of them. Yes. Go and ahead. the reason I can eliminate all but two of them is because the re- if you say just the title of the show, uh-huh. the first thing that I think of is not the cartoon for any of these except Muppet Babies and the real Ghostbusters. I realize Ghostbusters is huge, but Ghost the real Ghostbusters was Dungeon, the, the, the 90,000 are saying Dungeons oh, yeah, and Dragons. I, I would fight for Dungeons and Dragons. I would also. But I, but I hear Dungeons and Dragons. I think role playing game with your friends. I don't think of the cartoon. But you never, you, yeah, you have to see, uh, like, this is a, this is a pretty set, it was a short lived cartoon. Yeah. I think there are less than 30 episodes. I'm Great. pretty sure. Uh, but Spider-Man and his amazing friends, also an important show. Uh-huh. For a couple reasons. One is Firestar, who was introduced first in that animated series and then spun off into a comic book character. Okay. Two is the fact that Aunt May's apartment apparently housed like a, a full computer command center, and she was so du- like, when you Aunt May, oh, give me she that. she like there are some times in the comics where you're like, all right, it's plausible. New York City's got a lot of people. She might not figure out 
even though she, how even though is she, she knows not the Peter robbed Parker, but daily? How do you install all of that? Well, it's because Spider-Man lives with her. That's true. <laughs> That's fair. They're like, you guys, okay, on the plus side, she's the most gullible person on earth. Yeah. Mine aside, Spider-Man lives there. Yeah. She's like Mrs. Magoo. She has no idea. <laughs> Like what's happening in the world around her? She's but she keeps walking onto I beams on as webs. the crane is taking it up. Yeah, like she's about to walk off a bridge. Webbing appears. She walks right <laughs> over it. Uh, but it's still all right. I'll leave. I, 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 the, the crowd knows better than than me, and you know better than me. Having done the show for a long time, I know that's true. Do you remember? Do you not remember pole position? Yeah, I remember it as a video game. The group of people who were like a crime fighting organization. And they had fast cars because of a pole position. Man, if I say you pole position, drive. I either think of the video game or I think of the line in Goonies. What's that, your top score in pole position? That's the only yeah. thing I know about pole you position. You should listen to the theme song. It's great. All right. Is it as uh, good as ours? No. Okay, good. Nothing is. Uh, Punky Brewster was also great because it introduced an alien named Glomer because they didn't think that... I don't know what, like... Punky Brewster was a show ostensibly for children, even though it aired in prime time. Right. And they were like, let's get an animated version. Yeah. But the show was already for kids. So they were like, how do we make it more for kids? Yeah. I Add know, an alien. An alien. Get rid of that old Commandant Lassard. Get rid of him. Yeah, exactly. Bring some kids He's in. not in it. They know George Gaines. There was really? no like, Punky, I'm going to the market. And then Glomer shows up and, and hangs out with him. There's none of that. He I remember Glomer better than I remember the cartoon. Yeah. Um, but it's not look it's we can't say that the punky brewster cartoon is the best 1980s cartoon because when you think of punky brewster you don't think of the cartoon you think of uh of you think of a little kid yeah you think of a you think of a little kid inexplicably covered in bandanas sitting on an old man's knee getting advice that was my fifth grade shoe style was directly lifted up punky brewster <laughs> I had a pair of red chucks, a pair of green chucks, and a pair of purple chucks. And you mixed them up. I mixed those mothers up like you wouldn't believe. Yeah. And I looked great. Yeah. So, uh, what, so what are we holding on to in the, based on the existing I, I don't think it's the real Ghostbusters. No. Uh, Cause I don't like Slimer as a pet. Why is Slimer, why is Slimer a ghost? Yeah. Working with a group of people whose job it is to capture and store indefinitely all of yeah. his ghost friends. Like it's at like, one point, he's gotta know as a ghost, We'll have gotten rid of all the other ghosts, and then all of a sudden, then that's the episode I want to see where the realization washes over his face that he's the final yeah. ghost to bust. <laughs> it would be like a dog going, you guys, I got picked up by the pound, and I'm going to a family, Mr. and Mrs. Dog Killer. <laughs> um, so we've got, uh, it looks like, I feel like, let's talk about Muppet Babies, because I feel like Muppet sure. Babies... Is going to be the winner that comes out of this block. Um, for me anyway. Uh, I'm a huge, oh, you uh, listen to the know. People, people that listen to the show know that we are huge Muppet fans. We've done episodes for and with the Henson Company. I love Muppet everything. Um, but this feels like it stands alone outside of the Muppets. Uh, when I hear Muppet Babies and I hear Muppets, I think of them as two separate worlds, though they both did have that, uh, that pop culture, hook that they had that was what one thing i loved about muppet babies is they would play they you would see actual clips from real movies that they would have their comments on or they would do their parodies of i know they did their star wars parodies were huge yeah it was dream on for kids exactly remember dream on i remember about dream the on book editor 
It's a was sh- that Brian uh, Benben? Yeah. If you don't know the the HBO series Dream On, it's a show about a guy who lives in New York uh, and has sex every thirty minutes. Yeah. And all of his thoughts With are Courtney old Cox. films that he's seen. Courtney Cox is in it, it but she's like plays like a fifteen year old or something. It's very weird. It's not. Uh, uh, it's a very 1980s show. Like, yeah. you know how it is to be a white man when you're having all this sex. How are you going to manage your life? All I remember was I had a VHS tape when I was a kid of uh, six hours. It was a full marathon of Tales from the Crypt episodes. <laughs> and I love Tales from the Crypt, but a Tales from the Crypt episode would end and I'd be like, great, I can get more snacks while the ad for this sex show is on. Then I can come back and watch more Tales from the Crypt. <laughs> I guess I could have just hit fast forward. But I really wanted in the back of my mind to hear what was going on on that sex show while I was getting some more Cheerios or Malty O's or whatever we were getting, whatever Snorks version of cereal we were getting. <laughs> um, so, uh, do you remember Alf the Animated Tales or the Alf Animated no. series where you finally you got to see a lot more of like Melmac? Sure, because that's what the world needed. You realized that it like probably wasn't a very enjoyable place to sleep. You understand now why the TV series never really showed much of Melmac at all because all the other aliens were really boring. Yeah. And then some of it was like... Alf was the cool one that got out. Sometimes it was like Alf is Robin Hood. I think they did that too. Where they like put himself in his... It was garbage. It's fine. I don't... We don't don't have to talk about it Is it Muppet Babies? It's Muppet Babies. It's Muppet Babies. Yeah. All right. So far, here's where we are right now. Our three out of the four finalists, we have the Gummy Bears or Gummy Bears. There's no the. Sorry. Uh, It's not Ohio State University. Um, then we have, uh, is it Smurfs or the Smurfs? Did you type this fast Smurfs. or were you being really serious about it? Do you take our show seriously? <laughs> I copied and then pasted. Ooh. All right. Gummy bears, Smurfs, Muppet babies. And now here's the big one. This feels like, this feels like the, the big one to beat. Uh, these are, these are cartoons designed to sell toys. This says only, but that seems a little cynical. So I'm just going to say they're designed to also sell toys. Only. Um, and that is Thundercats. G.I. <laughs> Joe. Transformers. Voltron. Oh, GoBots. I know, right? Poor GoBots. You were the poor man's Transformers. Uh, He-Man. She-Ra. All right. Uh, My Little Pony. Uh, Jim. She's truly outrageous. And the holograms. Uh, Pound Puppies. Uh, which is a name, not a command. Uh, Captain N, the Game Master. That was the Nintendo cartoon. Uh, Popples. They made a cartoon out of Popples. That seems ill-advised. Care Bears, Centurions, Mask. Not the Eric Stoltz movie, right? Okay. The Mighty Power that will save the day. That was you put on the mask. Right. I had some of those as the toys as a kid. And Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling. Um, sounds like the, the, the 90,000 are super into Thundercats. Voltron and She-Ra. Slightly smaller, mostly the ladies for She-Ra there at the end. Since this, since we can count the crossover that was just asked. Uh, all right, here's what I think. Shout out to Ken Plume, our producer. There, 
there are some shows uh, on here that for one reason or another couldn't say why. Mm-hmm. I have a I have a little bit of a bias against. Ugh. But it's all the ones that are going to These gonna are all classic be contenders. And when you're a child, I when I saw GI Joe the first time, I feel like I saw the the pilot air for five straight days. Mm-hmm. I would come home from school and I'd watch the pilot over and over and over again for for an entire week. Yeah. No idea that it was uh that it was to sell toys, which was the brilliance of these this is really the start of cartoons as as serious marketing. We've created a toy to sell it. We'll either do comic books or we'll do cartoons. Right. Uh, and it helps describe, you know, for G.I. Joe, it was a relaunch. For Transformers, it was how do we make a bunch of kids aware that these Japanese toys exist mm-hmm. and explain it in a way where yeah. they'll get it immediately when and they get the they toy. And also they want to know time. how vehicles work. Sure. Yeah. To understand vehicles. To understand the... The mechanics of an 18-wheeler. Yeah. And there are, you know, some of them, some of these did a better job than others at establishing a mythology around their characters. Right. I think He-Man did a, did a pretty decent He-Man did job. He-Man did a great job. Of, of setting up a world around their characters. Were there characters that were not in the original He-Man toys that the television show made? Because I feel like the Orko toy- would never have been a there, toy. No, there was an Orko. But, yeah. that, but my question is, did the cartoon Orko happen, like... Here's this comic relief character, and then they were like, "Well, we have these toys, right. then we'll add Orko afterwards." That was right, my question. right, right. Yeah. Yes, that was Snarf, a character yeah. similar to Snarf and Thundercats that was created as comic relief, but later For the show later they, they like, sold yeah, that well, character. Okay. Um. Hold on a second. James Lipton wrote the theme song to Thundercats. Late breaking news. Like James Lipton, the what is your favorite curse word? James, that James Lipton. Can we talk to Mumra? <laughs> Is Mumra here? Oh, all right. Um, I'm going to throw a couple. I, I know you've got your particular things you don't like. I'm going to throw a couple uh, into what I think will be. I'm, I'm going to add. I'm going to add my list of three. I'll pick three to go to the finals. You pick three if they're the same three or if they're in, in any way different. Not to go to the finals, but to do the final part of this. How's that? Make sense? Sure. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say Thundercats because of the response that it got the first time. Clearly not this time. The, you're tired of just cheering whenever somebody says the word Thundercats. I re- <laughs> or perhaps you are not. Um. I have to say G.I. Joe. You can't talk about 80s toys without talking about G.I. Joe. And I'm going to say Transformers. I feel like those three cartoons, uh, and yes, Volt, ah, it's tough. Voltron too. But of all of those, I feel like the ones that made the biggest impact are Thundercats, G.I. Joe, and Transformers. Thundercats because they're the most beloved. G.I. Joe because they're the most ubiquitous. And Transformers because they're still making movies with Mark Wahlberg. Here, here, I'm going to throw three different ones up there and I'll tell you okay. why. I could pick three more that I watched and loved as a child, but as two objective answers to subjective right, questions, as, as two straight white males right. sitting up here doing this, I feel like it would be a crime not to pick That's things fair. that were made for someone who is not me. Nope. Don't care. So I'm kidding. I, <laughs> I'm, kidding. I will, I'm kidding. You guys, I will pick Shira, Princess yeah. of Power. I'll pick Gem because I did watch mm. some Gem as a kid and I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah. I sure. Like the she, had those, of, she had the star-shaped earrings. She was a amazing. successful businesswoman producer. She had an awesome band. And then she had a rockin' band. Uh, and. And then there was another band 
It was sort of like the evil world of of uh, music. And My Little Pony? Is that your third? No. I'm sorry. I cannot pick My Little Pony. Why? My Little Pony is still going strong. I think it is stronger now than it was then. The toy was a bigger deal than the than the cartoon was. Okay. Now the cartoon is has driven a pop culture explosion. Do you think that Transformers suffers from the same thing? No, that it was I, more about the toy than the cartoon. No. Because for me No, well let me give you the okay, third. Yeah, let sorry. me throw the third out there, which is the Care Bears. Only because I saw two of the Care Bears movies in the theater. Uh-huh. And neither of them were it was always sharing like is caring. it was like someone's birthday and I can't they 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 might as well have been the same movie. So I think right. it's always the same. Like there a bad mood shows up. <laughs> it turns into like a depression uh, medication commercial and then but instead of uh a that a, little that little spinny Zoloft of, yeah. ball that was trying to get up that hill showed it's, up. <laughs> instead of a prescribed and properly dosed medication, yeah. these bears just shot lasers out of their bellies until the sadness went away. Oh, great. And I think that is both uh beautiful and t- a terrible way to teach kids about how to deal with depression. There is yeah. no. Don't t- worry if you're suffering yeah. from depression. Don't worry about seeking clinical help like it's any other medical malady. A bear will show up and shoot stare bear or care bear yeah. stare out of its belly at you. If you fire a rainbow hard enough, the sad goes away. That's not true. <laughs> it's not true. I know it's not true. I know um, that. All right. Uh, you, you know what? You make a very valid point. I was coming from personal opinion about these. I, I don't, but I would have chosen the same three that you did. We which did is pick, why I did. I did pick boy cartoons. That's why I, I wanted to pick ones that were not necessarily directly that. at our faces. Um, and there was a lack of of female representation. There was a lack. There was a lack of a lot of representation in the eighties. Sure, all over the board. Yeah, there were more half rhino, half monkey than there were any actual like women or ethnicities. You're yes. like, come on, guys, you can't think of other characters. Um, all right. So we've got, uh, there were so few people of color in GI Joe. They had to bring in the refrigerator William Perry. Oh my God. To add a little bit of diversity to the group. Oh my God. And meanwhile, God. Roblox like, Hey, what about me? They're like, Roblox, you sit this one out. We got the fridge. Oh my God. It just shows you like we have were... a player from the, yeah, from the 1986 uh, Chicago Bears. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. So who do we have? Uh, this is tough. This is a tough one. Thundercats, G.I. Joe, Transformers, She-Ra, Jem, and who was the third? Care Bears. I'll eliminate the Care Bears for the reason we just talked about. Because they did not handle uh, depression well? Yes. All right. I think that's a serious issue. It's as valid a reason as any kids that we've can, ever used on this show. Kids can deal with it, too. Thundercats is- was very inclusive. I am sure. Pan- yep. Panther. Yeah, Panthero. Yeah, that Tiger is true. Out. Thundercats was super woke. Yeah, was it? Was Lionel like a child who very quickly became an adult cat? And that was like the whole thing. Was Lionel like morphed into an adult and like I'm not ready to lead? But like, right. look at your body. You're ready now. Is it about yeah? Puberty? Your body. You you know that book. <laughs> your body's going through changes, and now you're a superhero. There's a really underpublished book, you guys. <laughs> um James Lipton wrote the Thundercats theme. I feel like the the that's a you know what that's a a good point. Oh uh, yeah, I, the, I, th- let's let's talk about let's talk about the relation this is a good way to break it down. Let's talk about the relationship of the show to the toy because yes, was GI GI Joe I feel 
benefits from being not only a toy that everyone knew, but knowing is half the battle. Like everybody knows that phrase. That cartoon was right, but that's openly mocked and derided. It's known more for the memes that grew out of it. We know the phrase, right? What it means, and that that is true. That phrase lives on. But I think most people who didn't grow up with GI Joe would right. know it from. Like the, they, where they redub the videos. Right. Like, here's a live wire, kids. Get in my van. Like the weird stuff they kind of do. I guess, were they all like super, uh. They were very lame. Super wholesome Americana. Yeah. Like. You had like barbecue going, don't touch that downed wire. Yeah. And also. How often is that going to come up? Also, what do I do? I'm the guy who puts out fires. Isn't the whole point to make fires in the enemy's base? <laughs> Hi, I'm a pyrotechnics master. Don't do anything that I would do with fire. Knowing is half the battle. Hey. Yeah, but I was having fun with my toys. No, no, no. Put those away. Hey, you're a stunt man. You want to fight an international <laughs> crime syndicate? <laughs> you're quick kick. Um, all right. So what's, so, so you've eliminated, you've eliminated care bears. It's, uh, you know what? I will, I will take, I'll take transformers off the list. Because I think the, uh, I think that the, uh, the toys were cooler than the cartoon. And because Rodimus Prime sucked. Who? Exactly. <sighs> Keep going. Rodimus Keep going. Prime? Yeah, Rodimus Prime. I don't remember. When they Rodimus were like, Prime. you know what would be really interesting if Optimus Prime died and then we made a hot rod the leader and he became Rodimus Prime? Guess what? We didn't like it. By which I mean me, myself, and I. All three of us didn't like it. Hang on a and, second. And Here's they my brought question. Back Optimus Prime. That's he died of rust, Mark. So uh, <laughs> he got rust real bad. So Optimus Optimus Prime died. Yes. And then they created a character named Rodimus Prime. Rodimus Hot Rod. That to me Rodimus seems Prime. like if the King of England, uh, Edward the First, dies. Then his son becomes king, not Edward the Second. We'll call him Jeff the First. Like, shouldn't it be Optimus Secondus? Does that make sense? Like, like Optimus. my name is Optimus the First. I died, so this guy's got to take over. He's now this guy the First. Optimus Secondary. Yeah, it should be Optimus Secondary. So we're gonna eliminate the Transformers. Good, just for that. Yeah. All right. Um, that they, she's very upset that they kicked. What happened? Wait, hold on. Come here. Yeah, Come this is here. why this mic exists. If you're going to talk, we have a microphone up on stage. Uh, uh, for the record, yeah, we put a microphone on the stage for any audience members that got lippy. But also. <laughs> We're going to do, uh, we'll allow a brief statement, but no cursing. No cursing, like, please. Podcast for family. All right, she's going back. All right, go, go ahead and make your case. Say your name for the audience, please. Uh, my name is Nikki. Hi, Nikki. Thank you. Hi. And, and uh, was your mother my kindergarten teacher? In, wow, yes. In fact, that is the case. What an odd coincidence. Are you married uh, to one of my best friends who's also here? <laughs> this is a, I feel like we're yeah. doing a... Hal Lublin, This Is Your Life episode. Oh, my God. That is also the case. Why am I doing my own This Is Your Life? I yeah. do know this voice. I don't know. And I'm I don't know looking at the person who's saying, go ahead and make your point. Well, I just also think we should talk about the fact that Starscream was consistently instilling mutiny. Like, what is that teaching children? <laughs> and and they just kept him in the whole time. And I mean, like, here you are. You're Megatron. Yeah. You're a gun. This is literally, you're not a car. You're not a plane. You're a gun. <laughs> Yeah. Which, can we also talk about that? Like <laughs> and a small gun. 
I, that's a little, a little distressing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. And they just kept him as part of the bad guys. Like, no, we're not going to kick you out or anything. We're just going to keep you here on a weekly basis to instill mutiny. All right. Good point. Well, Good thank, point. thank, thank you. you for that. Thank you for that. Um, and, and yeah, to that, I, it is odd, like the idea of a criminal element being like, okay, one of us ratted it all, ratted everyone out to the cops last time. We know it was you, Hal, but you're still part of this team. Like, what is wrong with this crime syndicate? Um, sure. You can't have the bad guys win. Especially if he's the only one knowing who, he was the only one who knew how bad they were at being villains. This is tough, man. This is the toughest category, I think. I'm okay taking Thundercats. I am okay. Cause I did not like the toys, especially those dumb switches on the back, which would break. You didn't, you, wait, you were getting rid of Thundercats. Yeah, no, no, I'm okay taking it because the cartoon is vastly The cartoon the is toy. superior. I think that is a the, good All right, we have another comment coming up to the microphone right now. <laughs> oh, somebody's please, coming up. Please say your name. Go ahead. Uh, hold on. I'm talking to the microphone. My name is Kevin and I actually have a point of Hi, order. But point it's, of order? it's, it's in favor of Thundercats. So you mentioned earlier that a lot of these shows were very sort of, uh, Thinly disguised commercials. Yes. No, they were literally commercials. True. Up until the 1980s, it was federal law that it was illegal to have a television series geared towards selling a product. Mm-hmm. And that was a law that got repealed under the Reagan administration under the guise of deregulating any number of markets. Right. So that's why we've got this boom of television series in the 80s that were literally commercials. Right. Mm-hmm. Thundercats is the only one of those where you remember it was made to be a commercial, but you remember the commercial as opposed to remembering the toys because the toys were terrible. Yes. Right. And the show was great. Thundercats. That's, that's a very good point. Fair enough. First of all, I love that you, uh, you, we were about to rule that Thundercats won, but you had to jump down here. <laughs> and, and here's and, why. And plead your case. One more. One more and then we're closing the mic. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, Thundercats already won. I guess I'd, up here to say plus one. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I just look, I think it was just such a, a better show because I remember as a kid reading an article where they talked about the fact that they were going to have one of the first characters with disabilities on it. And that was Linkso when they brought in the mm. other Thundarians that made it to third earth and he was blind and like it was, you know, kind of a BFD at that point. And I remember it having the, the animation was great because much like Star Blazers, it was Japanese animation that was coming over mm-hmm. through Rankin Bass. Yeah. Um, and it was gorgeous. There was like a mythology. I remember really wanting to know about those stories and then listen to the music and everything. And then I got a Thunder Tank for Christmas and the treads broke every damn time. So <laughs> the toys were objectively terrible. All right. Made very poorly. But I, we can all still sing, sing the theme song. Also, James Lipton, as was brought up. Look, I am super. I am super down for having the Thundercats uh, be our our choice from this category. Okay. Um, with apologies to um, apologize. With apologies to some of the other cartoons in here that are all wonderful. That's the problem with this show. Sorry, the Popples. As a as a kid that. As a kid that grew up in the 80s, I feel like we're killing our babies. Yeah. You know what I mean? With a lot of these. Um, but yeah, so we'll say we have our final four and you and I are going to go through or are we going to eliminate them? Yeah. Uh, do you, you want to stuff? remind everybody what the Here are, are what the final four are. We have Thundercats, Gummy Bears, The Smurfs, and Muppet Babies. Those are our final four. Um do you want to eliminate first? Or you want me to eliminate? Sure, I'll eliminate the gummy bears. Great. They're just not, you know that 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 
they certainly had an easier ride to the finals. There wasn't a lot in that category, yeah. which doesn't discount that it's a very enjoyable show, but it just doesn't measure up right. to the other three. All they the also, other every, yeah, afternoon uh, stuff. For those who can't Wing, hear our audience of 90,000. Yeah. If you want Darkwing Duck, yes. Rescue Rangers, Tailspin, it all, that's all 90s. That's that all, all 90s. Batman the Animated Series, also 90s. Sure. Which would probably win. There will down. be a 90s episode that will probably we'll be it. Batman versus X-Men. Um, I'm gonna call but, that now. so you've eliminated, you've eliminated gummy bears. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to those in French and, or in France, and may I say, in French, um, pardon, but we're getting rid of the Smurfs. We're going with our final two choices, the Muppet Babies or the Thundercats. <laughs> this is tough. I was more of a Muppet Babies fan as a kid. I loved the Muppet Babies, but we have to do this objectively. Here, here's why I would say Thundercats. I look. I'm. I, we're being objective. Here. I, I feel like the Muppet Babies, as enjoyable as they are, are not the perfect form of the Muppets. You can get way better, uh, way better bang for your buck Muppet wise, even for kids. Watching any of their holiday right. specials, watching any of their films, watching three seasons of the Muppet Show. Right. The Muppet Babies for me is a le- is a less than form of the Muppets. Mm-hmm. I still enjoyed it. I watched it. It was great. Uh, it's cut. They've announced it's coming back, mm-hmm. which is, I'm sure will also be great. I know people who are working on it. They are supremely talented. It's going to be like I, I'm I'm right. excited that a new generation will. It's a good into the Muppets. Because there, there's not a lot of live action happening right now, so so that is good. But I, it's just because it's the imperfect form of a perfect thing. Yeah, I would take the Thundercats, which was something made to sell a toy that was better than the toy it was made to sell, and that is why it endures and people still remember it, and why there are comic. You know, you you get more comics and cartoon memories of Thundercats mm-hmm. than you do the toys, and I think that's. That's the, that's why it is an enduring series. It endures as a property rather than as a piece of merchandise. Well, before, uh, before you issue our ruling, Mm -hmm. if I may very briefly to our crowd of 90,000, just throw this out there. Thundercats! People of the world, you heard it. What do you, what do you like? What do you like? A little lion that becomes a big muscular lion? Check. Do you like a dead person that becomes a big muscular dead person? Check again. What do you like? A big bald leather daddy with whips and nunchucks? Do you like that? Do you like, what if cats, what if cats had their own pet cat that could only say its own name? What if? Guess what? You don't have to wonder because all of those things happen in one animated series. And good luck. You could try to find the toys on eBay, but I'm sure they've all turned to dust by now because they were so poorly built. The greatest animated show from the 1980s is the Thundercats. Asked, Asked and, and answered. answered. Uh, thanks to Adam, Adam Tomasic for the suggestion. Yes. This topic is covered, but we have many more topics to discuss. So please... Uh, reach out to us on Twitter at we got this tweets or check out the maximum fun subreddit or email us at we got this podcast at gmail.com or go to our Facebook group, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash we got this podcast. Tell us what you think we got right, what you think we got wrong, 
and we will ignore it and continue to live our best lives. <laughs> As you should too, but it's a great place to get together and discuss these things. I love seeing the conversation happening there. Uh, thank you to producer Ken Plume, researcher Kate McManus, who we gave the night off for this one, graphic designer Uri Kelman, QA engineer Jen Alba. Uh, thank you to Nathan and Tegan and everybody at the Philly Podcast Festival for having us. Uh, Andrew and Daniela in the booth. Uh, Everybody here at the Philly Improv Theater for hosting us. We really appreciate it. Absolutely. And thanks to our musicians, Jonathan Dinerstein and Mike Furman, for our score and theme song, respectively. And thanks to you, our crowd of 90,000 here at beautiful Veterans Arena. Um, wow. Thank you for listening did you, to the show. Did it show. get worse? <laughs> did it get worse? Name one. You drove past all three of these buildings last night on the way back to the airport. I'm, Can you name one? I'm thanking our fans. Can you name one? Yeah. The Eagle Dome. <laughs> the Eagle Center. By the way. The Philly Dome. Uh, when we were flying out. Philadelphia. Just very quickly, this is a true story that happened. As we were getting ready to leave, you met me at the airport. And yeah. I, I was at a lounge getting breakfast and somebody came up to me and said do you know the fight song and i was wearing a welcome to night vale thrilling adventure hour t-shirt and i was very quickly trying to think what what what, what yeah I thought, that's what I, I was like wh- what song is he possibly referring to this is an older gentleman in a shirt and tie and then i realized i was wearing an eagle's hat and we sang the eagle's fight song making intense eye contact with one another neither <laughs> of us blinked and then we finished it high-fived and walked away from one another <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. He and I You are you are Philly married He to and I guy. are now married. Um but thank you to to our crowd here uh in Philadelphia at the Philadelphia Prep Theater part of the uh Philadelphia Podcast Festival and thanks to you who are listening at home or in your car or wherever you listen to the show. We appreciate you. We thank you. Uh you give us an opportunity every week to talk to one another about the important things. And we thank you for it. For Hal Lublin, I'm Mark Gagliardi. For Mark Gagliardi, I'm Hal Lublin. And don't worry, everybody. We We got got this. this. We got this. This is Mirror Universe Adam Pranica here to tell you not to listen to The Greatest Discovery on MaximumFun.org. This is Mirror Universe Ben Harrison uncharacteristically agreeing with you despite the fact that you are my enemy. The one thing that you must never do is enjoy our bit of off-season Star Trek Discovery programming where we talk about the first season of Star Trek Discovery while at the same time unpacking news and information about the upcoming season two. So do not tune in and download The Greatest Discovery on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. And rate it one star on Apple Podcasts. The Dead Pilot Society podcast brings you hilarious comedy pilots that were never made, featuring actors like Aubrey Plaza, Andy Richter, Paul F. Tompkins, John Hodgman, Adam Scott, Molly Shannon, Busy Phillips, Tom Lennon, Anna Camp, Lori Metcalf, Felicia Day, Michael Ian Black, Adam Savage, Paul Shear, Ben Schwartz, Skylar Aston, Mae Whitman, Josh Molina, Ben Feldman, Nicole Byer, Jason Ritter, Sarah Chalk, Steve Agee, Jane Levy, Allison Tolman, Danielle Nicolette, Casey Wilson, Anna Ortiz, Lorraine Newman, June Diane Raphael, Kieran Chipka, Ed Week, Zach Knight, and Carrie Kenny Silver, John Ross Bowie, Jamie Denbo, Janet Varney, and many more. Listen at Max. MaximumFun.org, iTunes, or wherever you download podcasts. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.